Welcome to Mommy Heal Thyself. We feature guests who provide you with the tools, resources, and strategies you need to say no to a life of pain and suffering from all forms of preventable disease, toxic drugs, and unnecessary surgeries. We hope to inspire you to boldly reclaim your ability to heal and to serve the ones you love. Welcome, everyone, again to another episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. And today I get the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful pleasure of interviewing George Bentley. Now, this gentleman is phenomenal. He is nationally recognized as an expert author, a speaker, aging in place specialist, and consumer advocate. He's one of the leading legal business and consumer advocacy minds in the country. Once described by U.S. District Judge Court, Henry Woods as a true Renaissance man. Now, following the death of his mother in a nursing home due to health issues stemming from a preventable fall, George committed his life to discovering how to avoid this from happening to others. He also created medical hydrotherapy program, unique and revolutionary therapeutic process designed to fight degenerative age-related health problems and assist seniors and the health challenge to remain in their own homes. This program has been so well received by the medical profession that virtually every doctor has prescribed it for their patients who, de who desire to enroll. So now, George, the first question that I wanna know is, how did you get into this field in the first place? Well, well I, I tell people, you know, I, I wasn't looking for this business, Michelle. I, it it <laughs> kind of found me. And I, you know, I was living my life and I went through it with my parents. I mean, and one of the big things I learned from this, this whole experience is about being proactive. So I, my mom, 83, she fell and hurt herself uh, in the bathtub, downward spiral medically, we ended up losing her in a nursing home. And so everything with my mom was reactive and hindsight, um, healthy as a horse until she hurt herself. My dad on the other side of the coin was not healthy at 83, had all kinds of problems. But when we lived through that with my mom and we ended up losing her in a nursing home, my dad said, I'll never go into a nursing home, George, and I want you to help me make that happen. And I'm like, got it. So that's really where the proactive side started. So from the time my dad was 83 till the time he died at 102, I, I was constantly exploring, learning, trying to do everything I can to help him have a, a vibrant, happy, healthy life as he aged and independent in his own home. You know, and that was one of the reasons why I asked you to participate with me in this interview, because many of the women that we work with, many of the women that listen to our podcast, number one, we're all getting older, you know? And so I love the whole approach that you have of prevention. But number two, many of us are in that position of having to take care of loved ones, having to take care of either a husband or a parent that is nearing that particular type of um, I guess you can say stage in their life. In fact, that's becoming very, very much an issue for me right now with my family. So what is one of the problems that you help women such as myself to solve? Well, first of all, stay independent. 
Um, you know, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've interviewed literally thousands of seniors, their adult children and caregivers over the years. And I have never, I've never had one say to me, I don't want to die in my own home. I want to be forced into a nursing home. No, we all want to be independent and we all want to live vibrantly in our own home. So one of the first things that we need to do is when we're looking at this environment, we hope to stay in hopefully rest of life. Mm -hmm. How do I make it safe? You know, we're injuring ourselves in epidemic numbers. We have more seniors and baby boomers dying from bathroom related falls than are dying from automobile accidents by a multiple of four, okay? Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks Bob Saget was a fluke, uh, not a fluke. It's it's happening every eight seconds. We lose somebody because of a fall in the bathroom. So just let's be aware. Mm -hmm. Let's realize that our home isn't necessarily designed to be safe and accommodate us living there happily for our entire life and be prepared to make those kind of modifications. And the first place to start is really the bathroom. Hmm. So what is what are some of the mistakes that we are making with regards to our bathrooms and the rest of our homes, actually? Well, you know, so with my mom, uh, you know, she hurt herself. She lost a lot of her mobility. My dad was having to bathe her. I went to some very well-meaning OTs mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm looking for guidance. And they go, well, put a portable bench in the tub and you can put a handheld shower. And and I did what I now think of as these Band-Aids uh, mm -hmm. to try to help mom be safe. And, and yep, we didn't necessarily have to get her up and down off the floor of the bathtub to bathe her. But that process of trying to transition into these portable, movable kinds of equipment and millions of people, one of the biggest remodeling areas right now is tub to shower conversions. People are taking their tubs out and putting in showers. And as you know, I've written a couple of books on this and and I tell I can't make a shower safe. It's inherently dangerous to be standing there going through this process of hygiene and trying to clean ourselves. So realizing that we need to make the shift and I believe start thinking about something like a safe bathing appliance, a walk-in tub or a transition tub, something I can use for the rest of my life and be safe and comfortable, not at risk of hurting myself. Now, George, I know you've seen my facial expression right now, right? <laughs> and it's because my father just did exactly what you said. He converted the bathtub into a shower. Yeah. And now you're telling me that that was not really a smart well, move. It's definitely easier to get into and out of than a bathtub. <laughs> but but now, and you may have done this already, but but if that's what you've got, now look at stabilization within that environment. Maybe get, I don't know if you put glass doors on it, uh, glass and aging and standing are not good things. Uh, a curtain would actually be safer than glass doors. Think about where you could put grab bars to support him in that process. Mm -hmm. So in particular in front, uh, make sure you've got a handheld shower in there that's easy to move and we can locate these things wherever's best for the bather. But you can do some things to help make it safer, but it's going to remain inherently dangerous just because I have to stand and move around and navigate in and out of that open space in order to try to bathe myself. Ah, okay. I'm going to have to tell him all of this information because <laughs> like I said, it was a major adventure for him to do that conversion. So now yeah. let's, let's go back and, and think even more preventatively. 
what are some of the what are the five secrets of being young at any age? Well, you know, in, in working with my dad, right, I'm sitting there coming across this huge knowledge. I mean, we have technology coming down the pipeline. Our lives are going to change uh, exponentially over the next few decades. Our life expectancy is just going to ramp up, ramp up because of all these new technologies and science and 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 concepts that we have to help us uh, age more vibrantly and more safely, okay? So I had to try to dumb this all down so my dad could understand it. And I know we don't have a lot of time, but but I, I've, I found out there are really five big buckets and I can put pretty much everything in them, all right? So for example, eat right. Eat right is where I'm talking about what we do, what we expose this physical vehicle that I'm driving around in this life. Uh, what am I putting into it? And, and nutrition's pretty simple. Yeah. I'm a big believer in supplementation. I'm a big believer in getting my blood tested and, and get all 40 biomarkers so I know what's going on more holistically and, and fill in the gaps if I have them. But the big thing on the eat right side would be getting pharmaceuticals out of my body. If I'm eating these drugs and these chemicals and exposing my body to it, not a good thing. So anything I can do to minimize that. And the best way to do that, I've found, is become a curious George, right? Always <laughs> ask why. Ask why. Your doctor's going to prescribe something. Why? Why this, not that? What's going to happen? Just educate yourself. Two would be exercise. We all know that, that we've got to move our body to stay healthy. But the fact of the matter is our lymphatic system is really the key to our aging process. If I can move enough, to stimulate my lymphatic system, then I can purge, detox, oxygenate. My dad made it to 102 and I've created what we call medical hydrotherapy. He did one every day. All right. Hugely healthful thing for us to be doing. Uh, reduce stress. We live in so much stress. Anything I can do. And with thank God for Mr. Google, right, or however you want to refer to it. All this information is right at our fingertips. I, I, I can find out about meditation, mindfulness. I, I can reach out and connect with other people. I can, I can if I, people who have family and friends and social connections that reduce stress live longer. So anything I can do to reduce stress. And the number one stress reduction technique is laughter. You know, the old saying, laughter is the best medicine. Anything you can do to laugh or make somebody else laugh is a great thing to do for your health. All right. Mm -hmm. Avoid injury. You know, we talked about the bathtub, the bathrooms, all this kind of stuff. We're crashing our vehicle. We're injuring ourselves. You know, we're we're getting knee replacements and hip replacements and just all kinds of invasive physical things because we're hurting ourselves. So again, think about our environment. Think about how we can do things proactively to keep us from injuring ourselves. And I think one of the biggest, to me anyway, I call it evolve, meaning always be growing, always be in, in evolving, learning something new, you know, reaching out, uh, uh, volunteer, call up old friends, uh, learn a new language, anything to keep your mind and your body active is going to increase your longevity and also going to increase your sense of fulfillment and happiness as you age. Awesome. So now, what do you think is the most important factor in how to be healthy and vibrant in any age? Youthfulness. 
youthfulness. I, I used to, you know, my, my book Thrive Now, I used to call it how to die young at an old age. And now I've kind of tweaked that a little bit and I said how to grow young to mm -hmm. an old age. We confuse the concept of youthfulness with age. And youthfulness has got nothing to do with how many times I've ridden this rock around the sun, right? Mm -hmm. Youthfulness means creativity, curiosity, youthful. I'm, I'm happy, I'm vibrant, I'm curious. That is the key. Hmm. Now, you mentioned before, it was very fast, but you mentioned <laughs> medical hydrotherapy. Exactly mm -hmm. what is that? Well, our body will heal itself. There's nothing magical about this. This amazing machine, if you will, this, this carbon-based machine I'm running around in has amazing capacity to heal itself and maintain itself. And that's why we can live to 120 and beyond. We don't even know what the limits are, but I, I need to take care of it. And how this body heals itself is through temperature appropriate, sanitary, non-aggressive, whole body massage that will allow my lymphatic system to do its thing. Mm -hmm. And we can put this in our bathrooms. I, I put it in all, uh, uh, why Bentley baths? I did. I never intended to, to be in the bath, bathtub business, but I just realized <laughs> helping my dad that this technology was life altering for him. So medical hydrotherapy is a natural, non-aggressive, healthy way to support our body. And not only that, we can truly, I've got a new book called The Joy of Bathing, where I'm talking about the concept of turning our bathrooms back into an oasis of relaxation, a spa. You know, they become like jiffy lubes. You know, we, do, we just go in and brush and flush and, you know, your father in and out of the shower. You know, we, we it's maintenance, right? Yeah. And bathing used to be almost spiritual. In fact, it was. It was a social event. It it can truly be life altering in terms of a relaxing, rejuvenating, mindful space where we can spend more time, stay in there more often because we're doing therapeutic things. I love what you said, because it reminds me of when I was living in Japan and they have what's called the onsens, which are the natural springs that you go to and you're there with a group of people. And it's just not only is the water therapeutic, but yeah. the company, you know, so as you said, even though I tell my clients and my students all the time, yeah, you know, create that wonderful nighttime routine where you take <laughs> a bath and you have your oils and your candles and everything. The reality is I don't even do that most of the time. So yeah. really speaking to my heart when you talk to us about medical hydrotherapy or therapeutic uses of water. We, we want to make it easy. You know, it's like I'm bathing, I'm doing hygiene. All I have to do is turn it on. I don't have to change what I'm doing in my life to go consume this therapy, to go get to a hot tub, to go to massage therapy. It's right there in my home 24-7. I used to, jokingly, you mentioned the Japanese. I used to use this image of the Japanese snow monkeys that they literally, it's a cultural thing for them. They go yeah. to the to the hot baths together. <laughs> And I'm going, what do the monkeys know that we don't? I mean, they, <laughs> they're just smarter. They all have a smile on their face, you know. <laughs> that is just super awesome. So now, <laughs> is there a valuable free resource that you can direct us to that will help us to further explore this idea of medical hydrotherapy as well as 
preventative care for our loved ones, for our aging elders? Well, I, I, I told you I've written a couple of books and, and my latest is called The Joy of Bathing. You can buy it on Amazon, but for your listeners, if if they want a free copy, they can just go to bentleybaz.com forward slash free book and they can download the book there. And this is not War and Peace or whatever. This is a, a basic primer on how we turn that Jiffy Lube bathroom into an oasis of health and relaxation and the and the key areas we actually need to be focusing on in the bathroom to accomplish that. I am definitely going there to download my copy myself. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm really interested in this. And we're going to be providing a link to you guys in the show notes. So don't worry about having to try to rewind and, and slow it down to figure out that, that um, website address. We're going to provide it to you. So now, George, what is the one question that I should have asked you that would help our women to create a life filled with power, passion, prosperity, and peace? I would say, how long do you want to live? Hmm. At what age do you plan on dying? Most of us just, we don't think about this. And it's something to be thought about because quite frankly, you know, I ask people, do you want to live to be 100? And there are a whole lot of people go, heck yeah, man, I want to live as long as I can. And then there's a, another group that are like, heck no, no way. I don't want to live that long. And I'm telling you, the way you answer that question is based on a form of prejudice. And by what that mean, by, by what I mean by that, sorry, is we're prejudging the quality of our life. Again, getting back to that term age at this number, 100 years, oh, I'm going to be miserable and pain, lonely. If that's my perception, I don't want to live a long life. Mm -hmm. And then how are you going to decide when you're done? If we get thinking clearly about what my quality of life really means, you know, and my dad at 102, we reached the point where he's going like, you know what, I'm kind of done. I think I'm, I don't want any more huge medical intervention. I'm ready. And, and medically, he was ready. We should all have that. My dad literally died in his own bed with my sister and his two oldest grandkids next to him. My father was a naval aviator in World War II, and he was, you know, he loved to give the thumbs up. And my father's last gesture was thumbs up. And literally his last words were, I'm happy. And oh. that's what we all want. Yes. I tell you, my grandmother lived to 107 and it was the same thing. You know, she was just, yeah. she was content. She was at peace. She had done what she needed to do. And she just went in her sleep and it was, yeah. and that was it. You know, uh, you, you really remind us of the fact that there's a difference between lifespan and health span. You yes. know, as we have more and more technology that can literally extend our quote unquote lives forever almost, it's not really the same as health span. So the information that you're sharing with us is very, very key when we think about ourselves as we grow older, as well as our loved ones, that we want them to have a health that is extended, not simply a lifespan. So exactly. one more thing before I let you go. In your bio, you said that you are an advocate also. Right. And, and like I said, a lot of our women are dealing with family members that did not do what we should have done. 
And so they weren't able to prevent certain things. And now those family members are in nursing homes. Right. Is there something that you would recommend that we do with regards to advocacy for our loved ones? In nursing homes specifically? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that's the most critical time to become uh, engaged, mm -hmm. you know, visiting, being there, paying attention to their care. You know, uh, advocacy means in this context, looking out for your loved ones mm -hmm. and encouraging your loved ones, because if uh, isolation and loneliness is, is truly one, it's epidemic in nursing homes. So if you've got a loved one in a nursing home, circle your wagons, get all the resources together you can and visit them as often as you can. Pay attention to their care. Are they being neglected? Are they being taken care of? And you can advocate for them and help protect them the way they did when you were a child. And that just needs to happen. That is phenomenal. And you said that the majority of your doctors will prescribe this medical hydrotherapy. Is there something that they need to have in their charts or whatever to be able to prescribe it with regards to insurance purposes and things of that nature? Well, prescription doesn't make anything free. Now it does like some government programs, Medicaid, for example, we got our tubs approved by Medicaid quite a few years ago. Um, the idea behind the prescription was uh, folks primarily like my dad's generation, the, you know, the silent, the, the great generation, right? Uh, we do what our doctors say. Mm -hmm. And if I ask my doctor, and I've got a little cheat sheet that I can give your listeners, and if I walk in and go, hey, doc, I'm thinking about getting medical hydrotherapy, is that appropriate for me? And would you prescribe it? They're going to say yes, because the definition, again, is temperature appropriate, sanitary, non-aggressive, whole body massage, which is wonderful for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're seven or 107. It's a healthy thing to be doing. So the idea there is is more of a psychological, you know, hey, I know this is good for me. My doctor said they would prescribe it for me. It might mean that it qualifies as a as a uh, medical expense for taxes and things of that nature. There are grants. There are a lot of different social programs out there. If somebody needs financial help, you'd have to look for those. It depends on, you know, where you are, your location, but there's a lot of resources. And I like to say from Medicaid to mansions, uh, we can potentially help everybody. Hmm. So are we able to contact you if this is something that we think may be helpful for one of our loved ones? Sure, absolutely. My email's my name, George at georgebentley.com. Uh, you can go to bentleybaths.com, which is the site for the walk-in tubs and the safe bathing appliances. Uh, or you can go to being young at any age. That's my being, I have a, had a radio show. You can get the episodes there, but that's where we talk about the <clears throat> pro-aging information and technologies. Fantastic. Well, thank you so very much, George, for sharing this time with us and for sharing this valuable, valuable pieces of information, as well as the strategies for living younger, longer. Yeah. And thank you, Dr. Michelle. <laughs> listening audience, I hope you take George up on his offer. Like I said, I'm going to be running down to that website to download <laughs> that book because I want to make sure that I do everything possible to prevent those types of possible situations, right? Remember, prevention is everything.
So yes, thank you for joining us for another episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. If you like what we're doing here, please share, subscribe, like us, and leave a comment. Your feedback is very much appreciated.